0: Sentire Media. Hello, welcome. Thank you very much for downloading our podcast and tuning in.
1: Benvenuti. Ciao tutti.
0: Today is Wednesday, the 2nd of February, and we're on time taping our next podcast. Let's
1: see if that continues for getting it up online.
0: We, that is our goal. Up <laughs> online by the end of business uh, today. So let's jump right into it. Um, Busy be- week. Busy week, beautiful day out today. The sun is shining. It's cold but clear.
1: Uh huh. And perfect weather for curing meat in the rafters of the house.
0: Um, beginning, uh, uh, middle to end of January is always sausage and salami making time. And we've done that this last week. We went to the uh, coast, to Marota, about 45 minutes from us. Um, to, to our see pr-
1: friend Vittorio.
0: Vittorio's house and his beautiful wife,
1: Antonella.
0: Antonella, that is her name, Antonella. And um, <laughs> we made uh, about 50 kilos or about 120 pounds of, 110 pounds of salamis and sausages um, made out of just the shoulder of the pig. Pork shoulder, salt, pepper, and a little bit of white wine. That's it. With
1: a garlic clove s- soaking in the white wine.
0: Yep.
1: And this time with the salamis, we added peppercorn.
0: Yes, we added some peppercorn.
1: Now the recipe can vary. A lot of times, people will ask about fennel. It's just not as common in our area. Totally delicious, but that's more Umbrian, no? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, each region or each area puts a different, has a different take on how to make uh, salamis and sausages. Do for you a prefer jar.
1: fennel seed or fennel fraze? or what would you call it? The Yeah. <laughs>
0: I like the, fron- well, here, like for the porchetta, they use the wild fennel.
1: But what about for the salami?
0: Yeah, you would use the seed, I think the seed for the finocchiona. The, yeah. The seeds.
1: Alright, alright, just curious. Alright, so continue. So, we're making the sausages with the best possible meat. Yeah. Sometimes they'll use cinghiale, wild boar, and they'll do like a half-half, uh, which yeah, can be yeah, yeah. awesome. That was some of the best fresh-grilled sausages I've ever had. Um, Sometimes people ask us if there's a goat or a horse or there's donkey. Nothing, no,
0: there's nothing crazy in there. There's no uh, lips and and uh, buttholes. There <laughs> is just pork, ground pork shoulder, salt, pepper, and white wine. That Highest is it.
1: quality grade. Highest
0: quality grade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay.
1: And then we use um, intestines. To, as the casings, mm-hmm. so small intestines for sausages, large intestines for salami.
0: Exactly, and there's a little hand crank machine that you load up the uh, the meat, the uh, pork shoulder, the pot, what they call it, pasta salsiche or the
1: ground, the sau- ground, the sausage ground meat.
0: meat, and there's a nipple that you load the uh, budino or the casing onto, turn the crank, and out. Squirts the sausage meat.
1: You have to have a delicate hand because otherwise you'll rip the casing, you'll... or you
0: there'll be air holes uh-huh. in the casing. So you have to be very delicate at and control the speed at which you the the, uh, the, the meat. meat is coming which out, should. and also the way that you fill the casing itself. After that, we tie them up. Um, we put the salamis into like nets, and we hang them. We hang them both, the salamis and sausages, for. Four weeks for the sausages, up to eight weeks for the salami.
1: And right now, in uh, (laughs) apartment three, in the bedroom, master bedroom, (laughs) it is just tons of sausages and salamis. And it always makes me think of the Seinfeld episode where (laughs) um, Jerry is gonna work out and there's like the old man who's his friend who's like trying to get him to work out. And he's like, you gotta watch what you eat, Seinfeld! Alright, we're gonna get you on this good strict workout program. So he goes out and then while he's gonna go work out, um, the neighbor, what's his name, Kramer, Uh comes by and says, can I come by while you're out and use your, um, apartment I wanna watch a movie. And he goes, sure, no problem. So he comes back and he th- him and the trainer come into the house, and the trainer's been saying, like, Oh, you such a slacker. You're not losing the weight. What's the deal? And they walk in, and there's just... meatza and salamis and sausages hanging all over his apartment. And Kramer is standing there, and he goes, I thought you wanted to come and watch a movie. And he goes, yeah, an instructional video on how to stuff sausages and salamis. <laughs> on that one but I always think of yeah we can, we, the can, the video. we can edit
0: that out on post don't worry
1: <laughs> alright whatever anyway
0: um, we've been very busy at checking off uh, the list of to do things for the off season um, we have big, been t- busy at tiling
1: uh, first time ever
0: yep our neighbor Luke came over and showed us how to Put uh, tiles in kitchens, and we did the uh, backsplashes between the uh, um, stove and sink in all the apartments.
1: Well, it's like we just never do it—a small project. It's not just one backsplash; it's five. You know, mm-hmm. so it's always a big deal.
0: We got lots of practice, though. Well, they look great, and um, it'll be much. That easier to clean back there. So, not very interesting, but I'm extremely excited about it.
1: Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, also, <clears throat> excuse
0: me. We did a day trip to Daruta, Um The Which road is... towards Rome in southern Umbria is a town called Deruta who are famous for their pottery.
1: It's about... Um,
0: Maybe an hour, 15?
1: Yeah, about 20 minutes or so south of Assisi. Perugia. Or Perugia. I'm sorry, you're right.
0: Um, they're very famous for their pottery. They were the first ones oh, to... Oh, yes.
1: Actually, I have a bit of information. The um, Deruta is very famous for its pottery, and specifically a type of pottery known as majolica, um, which has been done in that area since, they think, the 12th century, which is totally crazy. And we got our pottery from a family called Grazia, and they have been doing it in their family uninterrupted, father to son, passed down... And generations since um, the 1500s. That's crazy, father to son. And we met um, Umberto. Remember? Mm-hmm. So t- you want to talk about the um, like the color scheme?
0: Well, um, they do make pottery in our area, which is beautiful as well. But we have um, a emotional attachment to Deruta and the this place, Grazia, in particular. Because um, when we came to Italy the first time for our honeymoon, we were here. We wanted to get instead of China. Um you know uh, um, what do you call when you ask for
1: like as a traditional registry? yeah, if
0: you register for China, we wanted to get something we'd actually use, so we came to Doruta and got tons of serving platters that we shipped back home,
1: having no idea we would later move here or that we w- and that we would use them like that
0: um funny thing, we shipped them back to New York, they sat in boxes for two years
1: unopened, unopened
0: until we shipped them back to Italy uh to to where we live now, and they uh, returned forty minutes from where they were born.
1: So it sounds to me like you just like shipping pottery across like, the transatlantic. Like, <laughs> yes, we like
0: shipping pottery all over the world. So,
1: but okay, so here's the thing: tons of pottery shops all over Italy. It can be a bit expensive and overwhelming. The, it's just so beautiful to go in and look in these massive serving platters, or even little dishes that you could hang on the wall. They're, they're absolutely they're gorgeous. Beautiful, hand painted. They're all hand painted and you can some of them you can go in and see the warehouse where they're actually doing it right there. Many of them are little mom and pop shops. So the prices are really high because there's so much it's work art. that goes into it. And a plate could be
0: 100 100 some, some
1: euro. So that can get really expensive if you are trying to get some serious uh quantity. quantity. So, here's what you do. You go in, you look around. Oh, Cabello, Cabello. Tell them how beautiful all of their work is. Oh, you're such an artista. You know, really sing the song. The Italians love that. And then kind of um, ask in a very polite way if they have any secondi, or seconds, or imperfecti, which are imperfects. And I would definitely try to use the word seconds, because um, imperfect can be a bit difficult or slightly insulting at times. But I asked someone one time if they had any imperfects, and she looked at me and said, no, she never has any imperfects, because if there's something wrong, she immediately... Throws it against the wall, smashes, and breaks it. So, you might not always be um, well-received if you ask for this. However... That's not true. Well, no, she wasn't offended. She knew what I was talking about, but she just said she doesn't sell any or keep any impact. You'll
0: have better luck at the bigger, um, the slightly larger manufacturers of... Ceramics, Yes. With and the imperfects.
1: Why you ask for imperfects is they are highly reduced, like
0: 60, 80% less. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes
1: it's just the glaze. It's the glaze is
0: off or the color ran here or. Um, you know, it, it was outside. Well, there's a
1: mark in the actual plate, like the ceramic. There's a... What, normally,
0: whatever it is, to your untrained eye, you will not be able to distinguish the difference. No. And um, this is how we were able to buy a nice quantity of it and, and actually be able to afford it.
1: So we just re-upped on our serving platters that Jason I broke... had broke last year. A hint. Uh, FYI, they're not meant to be put into the oven.
0: Or the dishwasher.
1: Well, the dishwasher didn't do it, but it was definitely the uh, I did
0: want... The dish, they're not for the dishwasher. Okay. Okay. Hand
1: wash. Um, so we learned the hard way.
0: And if you would like to learn more about it, just type in um, uh, Deruta Pottery and. Uh, I'm going gr- to do a blog post grazie. about it. Grazie. And um, it's a beautiful website and a beautiful place.
1: What else? Um, changing topics totally, yet still in Italy. We recently watched a documentary called Videocracy or Videocracy. <laughs> <laughs> And it's all about Italian television, um, as well as Berlusconi because he is the president of television as well. And really interesting look at uh, culture, politics through how, television, through
0: television, how they're all intertwined
1: and affected by each other.
0: Um, there, I did not know this, but in Italy there are girls that are called the Varine. And these are like the best. How do you describe them? Kind of like the Price Is Right girls, exactly. but they do not model like soap True. or watches. They True. just they're The Valine are there for eye candy, and they do the thirty-second bumper or intro and outro dance for the program. So
1: they are there. They're ma- they're not allowed to speak. They don't speak at all. And their number one goal is to keep the audience entertained. And. It is pretty crazy. So, like, how American Idol will go, like, town to town to find uh, the best singers. They'll do it here and go to big malls. And they'll look for the next Villene showgirls. And you have
0: to do your little 30-second dance. Uh-huh. And, um...
1: And... They'll oh, have these... Let me r- interview you. Why do you want to be a Villene? Because
0: I want to marry a footballer and become rich and famous.
1: Yes. Yes. Very good. Um, it's no
0: different than what the crap that we have in the States, Well, the
1: listeners to the podcast at home don't know, but... It, at the beginning and end of each show, I do a Villene dance. <laughs> do <you? laughs> do
0: i have to add video.
1: Yeah, I guess
0: so. Um, coming up, not. T- Wait, I
1: just have to say on that. We're not talking about only sleazy shows. Like, some of them is, are political shows, kind of like The Daily Show or oh, yeah, different, yeah. like, there's, hard copy esque, where the girls come on and, and just
0: start dancing in, half in
1: naked. In. We're talking a lot of boob, a lot of booty. Anyway,
0: Netflix or Go Vent Videocracy about mm-hmm. Berlusconi and the TV culture. Thanks to our friend
1: Stu for giving us a heads up on that one. Um, we were asked to talk about what's in season. Oh yes.
0: Thank you everyone for sending in your comments and your suggestions on what we should do for the podcast. Um, we received lots of them and it's great. If you would like to, uh, email us or check us out online, you can uh, email us at info at com. That's L-A-T-A-V-O-L-A-M-A-R-C-H-E.com. And our inf- email is info at, our website is www.latabolamarque.com. Uh, and our blog is
2: latabolamarque.blogspot.com.
0: So there you go. We shut it all out there. And if you have any suggestions, questions, comments,
1: or... Oh, and we're at Twitter. Twitter at... <laughs> at La
0: um, anyway, we got a lot of suggestions, so this, we're gonna do, um, we're gonna do one today in season. What's in season around here? What, um, what do we see, uh, uh, being made, or just delicious things that or, are like, around. what's
1: coming out of the garden, but since the garden's literally covered in <laughs> snow, I thought, okay, what's in season? And at first, Jason, for, like, this week, was thinking, what, nothing's really in season from the garden, and I said, <gasps> carnival treats are in season because they're starting to fill the supermarkets all the bakeries and whatnot have all the delicious little treats for carnival all the Mm -hmm. fried doughs what's that pink stuff called
0: alchemist so they have a uh, basically like a fried dough here that they put this red liqueur on and it's called alchemist
1: the liqueur is called alchemist
0: the liqueur is called called alchemist and and it's kind um, of
1: like a hot pink color.
0: Yeah, it's a really weird color, but they put it on soupe glace, and they put it on this thing,
1: and they also put it in ricotta. You
0: could put it in uh, dessert. Which is, is alchemist awesome. and fresh ricotta, which and sugar a little okay, sugar. Okay,
1: that by the way is really bizarre because it strangely tastes like pumpkin pie.
0: It tastes like pumpkin <laughs> pie when you. Oops, sorry. Sorry, Kitty. When you uh, eat it with the um, ricotta. ricotta. It does. It's, it's really good. Um, they also have a f- kind of a fried flat dough with a little bit of chocolate over the top. Uh-huh. Um,
1: I don't know. There's other... Things. I know. Neither do I. And they're all in dialect and stuff. There's other like fried dough balls that then they... Are Lots these of other fried
0: dough for Dough balls. that then they
1: stretch that she was talking yes, about. Yes. And, and, and then they... Powdered sugar. Powdered sugar and fry it. And there's um, aniche, anise. Mm-hmm. Um... So that's definitely what's in the season. We're going we'll
0: have to um we'll have to ask the uh, the r- regular Italian names for these things because a lot of them um they use the dialect version of the names. Or so.
1: I just point and say, "Do a de two of those." Um
0: oh. So we're going to do uh, what's in what's in the market right now? Artichokes. Lately, we've been seeing Big, huge globe or Jerusalem artichokes. The big, huge ones. And I think they're coming from...
1: Like softball huge.
0: Yeah. They're coming from Sicily right now, and they're absolutely delicious and gigantic. And uh, the other day, I stuffed them.
1: And their and, prickles aren't so prickly.
0: No, they're not. We have two, two types. Usually, we get the uh, the smaller, more um, pointy-shaped uh-huh. artichoke with the uh, uh, purpley leaves. Uh-huh. Uh, and now these are the big, giant, giant Jerusalem ones. I stuffed it the other day with some sautéed vegetables. Uh, I took some carrots. the scissors. Yeah. First, I cut off this was the, my job. <laughs> the very top of the leaves so when you went to eat it, you don't get stuck with the little punti- the points at the top. Then you just take some onion and some zucchini and a little red pepper and whatever you got.
1: Breadcrumb?
0: Sauté it up in a pan, a little olive oil and garlic. I used a little fresh um, sausage meat because we just did the sausages. <laughs>
1: Which also made it
0: that much better. So I, um, I kind of threw that in and then kind of with the back of a fork kind of um, mushed up the sausage meat so it fell apart. Then I just uh, chopped up a little parsley. I let that cool down. And then I took maybe uh, two handfuls of breadcrumbs and threw them right in the pan and mixed everything up. Give it a taste. Make sure there's enough salt and pepper. Um, take your artichoke. Uh, clean up the... Um, clean up the bottom, cut all, you know, trim up the tops, and then I kind of separated the leaves a little bit out, out of the way. And then, well,
1: you did a thing where you turned it upside down, pushed on it.
0: Uh, yeah, I turned it upside down and just, with the back of my hand, pushed on it to kind of open the artichoke up a little That worked bit. a lot. Um, and then you just kind of take the breadcrumb mixture, stuff it into the uh, leaves of the artichoke, um, just kind of go around and do each level until you get to the top. Throw it into a roasting pan.
1: It felt like it took forever. It
0: did. It took about two hours. Uh, these are big ones. And artichokes. I was hungry. <laughs> um, throw it into a roasting pan. A little um, water in the bottom or some white wine. Throw some foil on it. 350, uh, 175, 350 Fahrenheit, 175 Celsius for, um, man, about two hours. I would say you take a knife and stick it into the heart of the artichoke. And when it slips in and out really easily, you're done. The last uh, thirty minutes, take the um, foil off and let the artichoke get all browned, oh,
1: good. and it
0: is it is awesome. Very very easy to do.
1: It's kind of like one of those things for me, like corn on the cob, where once you start eating it, it's really hard to stop. <laughs> and you can stuff
0: it with whatever you want. If you want to leave the meat out, or use pancetta, um, whatever vegetables you want to put in there, the sky's the limit. But stuffed baked artichokes.
1: And you and. You would never put, like, cheese in there. Not, like, cheese, but, like, something in the breadcrumbs like that.
0: Like, Parmesan cheese? I I don't don't really think so,
1: either. It didn't really need it. I didn't think so, either. They were
0: delicious.
1: Oh, and then you drizzled olive oil on the top at the end. Of
0: course, olive oil at the end. So that was delicious, and we, uh, I served that, that one artichoke was enough for two people.
1: Yes, and you served it, and it beautifully accompanied fish and salt crust as It was just awesome. Yes. You made fried fish and fish and salt crust. Delicious, by the way. Thank you. Um, So that was a really great example, I think, of what was in season. mm?
2: Sweets and savories.
0: Um, Okay, so there's our what's in season or what's going on, what's around in central Italy, a uh, funny little story to tell you, we are permesso, we have um, permission, it's called a permesso di soggiorno, uh, permission, permesso
1: di soggiorno, a uh, permission to stay, <laughs>
0: which is basically like a green card, and um, I believe for the first few years you're in Italy, you have to re- renew it every year, and then it goes to every two years, and then after every five years, blah, 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 well, our um, permesso, um, we filled out our packet last, when? This time last year.
1: Yes, because we were gone last winter. So we came home and it was March. It was a snowstorm. Yes. So we had to delay it till mid-March. Maybe that's why we still haven't gotten it. I don't know. Tell the story. (laughs) what <laughs>
0: well, our permiso is a almost, going on 2 years expired now because they send you a letter in the mail maybe 6 months before the it's going your permiso this the card is going to expire saying you need to fill out this paperwork and send it in and then the questora or the um
1: police office police
0: station will call you and finish the paperwork so we did that the police station called us and finished the paperwork took our pictures took our um um,
1: fingerprints. fingerprints
0: again. We sent our packet in with our
1: packet. P.S. Packet. Uh, sounds like it is ninety.
0: It's ninety eight pages. pages
1: per person. <laughs> Double or triple
0: copied. Triple copied. It's a it's a book. So this is the every, th- year. every year. So we send that in. Everything's good. The questora calls us. Say, yeah, we got it. We got to finish this. Okay, sign here. We'll call. Here's your receipt. We'll call you when the card comes in. This was now a year ago. Mm-hmm that when our card does arrive, it's going, it's going to be expired, expired.
1: Which is just totally classic, because that's essentially what happened before. And they said, oh, just as long as you have the receipt on you... You're fine. You're fine. So Show them your
0: old card on the receipt. But why even do it every year if I'm not going to receive the card until actually the card expired. expires? It's
1: just totally ridiculous. So so I think we have to go. We should just go We should just go down there and see Urgano. if it came
0: in. But a little fun Ital- Italy fact that...
1: You know. Well, and they're rarely open, so... Anyway. Um,
0: mid-January, we missed it because we were in Zurich, but was, um, St. Anthony's Day.
1: Yes, and it is... The benediction, the blessing of the animals. And he was the saint who protected and blessed animals. So what they do here in Piobico, and tons of little towns all across Italy, is the local priest will hold mass outside and will do a blessing for the town uh, livestock.
0: <laughs> Whatever <laughs> uh, animal you want to bring.
1: animal you want to bring. So everything from gerbils and birds to kittens And cows, it is hysterical. People bring in their donkeys, their... There are a lot of
0: donkeys. uh,
1: It is, like, the funniest (laughs) mix. And, of course, the dogs start going crazy. There's a lot of sniffing involved. Um, but... (laughs) Next year, we have to bring all the cats. I don't know if we would bring the chickens, because that seems like... Ridiculous, but we could bring the cats and the carriers, but it's a sight to see. It is a sight to see, and
0: it's hysterical. Yes, I, love
1: it. I just like the parade of all the animals coming in, and the mayor rides a horse through town, and the, the bigger animals get like a big parade through. It's a fun one. It's, I just love the small town feel. It
0: what is. else? Uh, let's bring it home with... Bring it
1: on home! Let's bring
0: it home this week with our, um, phrase or... The phrase that pays? The phrase that pays. <laughs> okay, so we got a funny one for you this week. Um, we've been practicing, we've been using this one a lot because we just got done with the holidays, but...
1: We don't know the exact literal translation, but we get the gist. Um, so if you were really full, you cannot eat another bite. Oh, Jason, please have another bite. No, please, please. I cannot
0: possibly. I cannot possibly. You would take your your um, hand, right hand, right hand, palm up, and kind of karate no, chop. No, I
1: think they put you do palm down. Palm like down, this. I guess.
0: Palm down, and then kind of karate chop at your liver a little bit. Yeah,
1: like high rib cage. High
0: rib cage. So you're gonna make like a chop. Like a little one, two, three,
1: four. And you would say,
0: Mi sono abuffato. I'm stuffed. I've made a pig of myself. I've made a pig of myself. So with the hand, uh, palm down. Chopping at the high rib cage, Mi sono abu, abufato.
1: And for a girl, mi sono abufata. And you will get laughs by an Italian for sure because they would be so surprised you know this saying, And everyone at the table during the holidays, oh, would lean back, oh, mi sono abufato. So that's a good one. I've just, I've pigged out.
0: Yes, I have pigged out. Doctor told me I gain a kilo a week when I'm not working.
1: My God, I see it in your face. What have you eaten, boy? Yes.
0: well, we're back to work here. Eight weeks before the first guest <laughs> arrives.
1: Countdown on. All right.
0: Very good. Well, thank you very much for tuning in and listening to us uh, talk about what's going on in our lives. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. What else do I want to say?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think that's it. More next week.
0: All right. From beautiful Piobico. In Remarque, Italy. We'll talk to you next uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Thank you very much. www.latablamarke.com. Mi sono
1: abuffata.
0: Ciao. Sentire media.
2: Hey, podcast producers and show hosts. Do you want to join a podcast network that celebrates all things Italian? At Centiti Media, we understand the allure of Italy and its unique culture. Our devoted team of hosts and producers are all driven by their shared passion for Italy. And we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy.